Coming to you from the middle of the country, a new voice in politics, a show that is breaking away from the two-party system. In the Middle, with your host, Justin Staten. From where shall we expect the approach of danger? Shall some transatlantic military giant step the earth and crush us at a blow? Never. All the armies of Europe and Asia could not by force take a drink from the Ohio River or make a track on the Blue Ridge in the trial of a thousand years. No, if destruction be our lot, we must ourselves be its author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we will live forever or die by suicide. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Happy Monday morning to you. Wise words spoken a long time ago by Abraham Lincoln. And I just thought I would share it with you guys this morning because I feel like we're kind of on that track of dividing ourselves and killing ourselves by suicide. I mean, we're, we're re- recklessly spending hundreds of billions of dollars. We're not even taking care of the needs of the American people. And our politicians and our media, corporate media, want to divide us every single day. I'm happy here, guys. This is the podcast that's bridging the gap between reality and politics every day. And I will keep doing that every single day. Because I believe the two-party system in America has destroyed, done more to destroy America than it has to serve America as it was designed. So really happy you're here, guys. So on today's show, we're going to, this whole Ukraine thing, the whole Ukraine war is starting to smell more and more fishy, like almost so fishy that it seems almost unbelievable. And I'm going to get into that and kind of tell you what I mean. Also, Brad Paisley, country music icon, is he selling out to the far left? I don't know. I'm going to share a couple stories with you and let you guys be the judge, all you country music fans out there. I, I, I don't know. Um, what to think, but I'm going to let you guys decide. And finally on today's show, guys, I think the new governor of Arizona, Katie Hobbs may be in some serious hot water or trouble in the, in the upcoming months. Some, some, some news about her broke last week in a hearing and it's not good. And it has gotten literally no zero media coverage. And I think because there was so much turmoil around her winning, uh, being in charge of the election uh, down down there in Arizona, and, and she, her and Katie, or uh, Carrie Lake, sorry, uh, battled it out down in Arizona, and Katie Hobbs ended up walking away. And there was a lot of, I don't know, just a lot of uh, irregularities that happened, and so it was a whole thing. Uh, Carrie Lake ended up suing. While now in a hearing on election fraud, some information has come out that um, I don't know. We need to pay attention to, and it. It's not good, so stick around to the end of the show to hear about that. But before we get into everything, guys, as always, please, if the show made you laugh, made you cry, made you think, got you fired up, uh, share it. You know, we, I do the show for free. I run no ads on the show so that you guys can just listen straight through, and, and all I ask in return is that you share the show. So whether you're listening to it on iTunes, Apple iTunes, Spotify, uh, or maybe you found it on on one of the social platforms. Just share the show. Get it out there. It would mean the world to me. It would help the show grow. And we need to build this coalition of the middle, the, the, the everyday American citizens that just want common sense 
approach to governance and making sure that our freedoms are secured and intact and protected. And other than that, the government stays out of our lives and out of our hair and does what we tell them to do, not the other way around. And the only way we can build that coalition is if you share the show. Also, make sure to leave a rating and review. That will help make the show better for you guys. Um, I am committed to bringing the best possible show to you guys every single day. So please let me know how I'm doing and what I can do better. Hope you guys had a great weekend. It was a wonderful uh, weekend here in Ohio. We had some really good weather, which was nice. And my daughter had her, had her last uh, tournament, basketball tournament this weekend. And so that was really fun to, to take in and watch. And it's just amazing. Like if, for those of you that got little kids, like isn't it amazing watching them get better at sports and like grow up and, and like what they couldn't do. Like, for example, my daughter last year couldn't hardly dribble a basketball. Um, this year she's running point guard and running the ball up and down the floor and, and doing amazing things with it. And I was so incredibly proud of like her progress. And isn't it funny just to watch them, you know, expand their abilities, uh, to me, it's just awesome. It's amazing. But so anyway, we got to do that. And I hope all of you out there uh, had a great weekend as well. And, and maybe you got some time to sit and listen and uh, see what's going on in the news or follow the money and go to usaspending.org or .com.gov. Which one was it? I forget. But I gave it to you guys on a previous show. And uh, I'll try to find it here before the end of this show. But maybe you, you got a chance to go out there and, and, and check check to see where the money's going. Um, I know I spent some time doing that this weekend and we've, we've got, we, we've got some more coming up here on, on the next couple shows. So stand by, um, and keep checking in because we're, we're going to blow the water off of the uniparty and, um, the waste, the fraud, waste and abuse that they routinely do, but let's get on with the show guys. This, and I know this is going to be a contrary, or contrarian point of view, I guess, from from the mainstream, obviously. Um, but I think this U Ukraine war is just getting more and more fishy. Like it just, it doesn't smell right. It doesn't look right. Doesn't feel right. Doesn't smell right. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I'm, I just, it's it's getting for me. And I'm again, I try very hard not to sound because I try very hard not to sound like a conspiracy theorist because that's. That's what our government, our politicians, and our mainstream corporate media wants to label you when you point out abnormalities in their stories, uh, what they're saying, their legislation, uh, their level of secrecy. Anytime you point that out, they're so quick to label you as a conspiracy theorist. And some people wear that uh, label very well. And they love it, and they love proving people wrong all the time. Well, I'm not in that camp. Like, I don't care. You can label me however you want, but I, I feel like I use common sense and logic to look at things. Um, and therefore, it's, I'm not out looking for conspiracies. I, do I believe conspiracies exist amongst the government, on the corporate media, and our politicians? Yes, of course they do. Uh, our bureaucracies, all, all of that, I believe conspiracies to, to defraud exist all the time. Um, but I'm not one to, you know, until we have more evidence, until more things come out, I try not to jump to conclusions in my own head. And, and, th and that's, 
this is long before I even started doing the show. I've always made it a point to step back, look at the whole context of a situation or try to see the whole context of a situation and draw logical conclusions with as much information and data and facts as possible, as known in that time. And, and then applying the common sense and logic test to that conclusion. And so it's, it's not that I, I, I already know our government is bad, right? I already know they're, they're in it for themselves. They're elitist. And if you pay attention to how they say, when they say it, uh, how they say it, how they do things, you'll see it for yourself too. I mean, it's like every election, they say the same stuff over and over and over, over and over and over. They had the same campaign slogans and speeches and word vomits over and over and over every single year because it works, because they want to stay in power and they play on your same emotions every single year. And it's disgusting. And it's gross. They have no character, no backbone, nothing. Um, so I already know the government's bad. I already know that. So I'm not trying to create theories or, you know, without reaching, by reaching super, super far. Um, just looking at the situation and making a logical conclusion. All that being said, that was a lot of work. <laughs> Sorry, guys, that was a lot of word vomit on my end. But I think it's important to understand, like, when I say this, is, these are not conspiracy theories, they're not. Um, I'm not trying to reach for far off conclusions. I'm just looking at what's going on and, and saying whether or not it looks right, doesn't look right, smells right, doesn't smell right. And this Ukraine war, just everything about it doesn't seem normal. It doesn't seem, it does not pass the smell test for me, guys. And I, I'm going to go over a few, few things as, as to why I think that. So let's just... Two things, and, and, and before I go down the list, two things I, I, I want you guys to understand first. You have to understand that the two political parties, and the, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because this is what helps. I already mentioned they're already bad. They're already bad. I don't have to draw that conclusion. It's obvious. We'd be a much better place and a much better country if they weren't. Okay, We wouldn't have 40, 50-year career swamp rats if they weren't. Okay, so there's two key things though I need you guys to understand as I go through this stuff. And this is the two key things that you need to understand every time you tune in or listen to the show. Number one, the parties are one, meaning the political parties in America, the Democrats and the Republicans, they are one party. They are one entity. They work together. They are elitist. They think they are better than you and me. And they have sold out to special interests to keep their elite status, i.e. staying in power. Okay, You have to understand that these guys are one. They're one body. They're one entity. Their whole mission is to get reelected, stay in power, keep all the perks that come with being in Congress or being in the government or working for the government. That, that's their whole objective. And if you look at the, it's not just in Congress, because if you look at the bureaucracies, they have over years and years and years, they have developed employment laws or unions or whatever. It's, it's harder than hell to get rid of a federal employee. 
It's too hard. It should be way easier. They pay public servants way too much money. Way too much. So they're all trying to stay in this power vacuum, if you will, because they get tons of perks and they get to live off of you. They get to live the high life for free and make a lot of money doing it. And so they've developed this elitist mindset. They're better than you. This is how they're able to go out and make decisions that 80% of Americans say they disagree with and they make them anyway because they believe they know what's better than you do. Or they don't care. It's better for them, so therefore they're going to do it. Keep that in mind. The parties are one. They're elitist. They think they're better than you. Number two, the only time they will disagree is when they need you to stay divided. When they need to divide you or us, they will disagree on things. Publicly and viscerally, they will disagree and call, take shots at each other, call each other names. That is all in an attempt to keep we, the American people, divided. Because you're less powerful when you're divided. They need to keep us divided because united we are too powerful. And that us being more powerful and having a stronger voice is bad for them because they are robbing us to get and keep their elite status. That's important to understand those two things. The parties are one. The only time they will disagree is when they need us divided. The only time they will agree is when it benefits them. So when you see them all on the same page, be concerned. Their, their interests financially, their entire way of life is too, way too codependent on each other. On, on each other's willingness and ability to spend your money, our money, without you seeing where it goes or how it's done. When they disagree or fight or get super polarized, it's because they need you divided. It's theater. The division is so that you don't see what's going on. The unification is the codependency that they have on each other because if, if they can't pass a bill to spend your money, which they need consensus to do that, then it doesn't work. It all fails and it falls in on itself. They can't pay back their special interests, their corporate special interests, and now their foreign interests, like Ukraine, which I'm going to talk about here in a second. So you should be very skeptical and concerned when you see Democrats and Republicans stepping to the microphone and parroting the same talking points. Because if they're all on the same page together, they're getting ready to rob you blind. Now, when they're, when they're doing it overseas, it's easy because they can just send the money to a country that has no accountability. We can't demand their lawmakers show us their books. We can't do that. When they have to rob us blind domestically over here, they divide us. They confuse us. They start fighting and start fights. It's all theater. 
And you guys have to understand that because this thing going on in Ukraine, it just doesn't smell right at all. Before I tell you why it doesn't smell, let me start by saying the people that there, there have been Ukrainian people affected negatively by this. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not, this is why this is not a conspiracy theory. I'm not saying nothing's actually going on in Ukraine. Stuff is going on. You know, fighting has broken out between Russian troops and Ukrainian troops. It's been very limited of late. Rocket attacks have happened. Civilians have been displaced. Civilians have been killed. Civilians have been injured. That is real. All of it is real. I'm not saying it's not real. Because what I'm about to say, I just don't want people to take, take it wrong. I feel for those people. Because they're humans. And they have the right to be free and not be taken advantage of either. But this whole thing stinks. Let's run it down. Here's, here's Ukraine in a nutshell. And this is why I think none of it makes any sense. Ukraine used to be tied with the Soviet Union. Our CIA and government have been involved in Ukraine since the end of World War II. We orchestrated the color revolution in 2014. So just keep in mind, we, our CIA and government, CIA was formed shortly after World War II, it was known by another agency before that. It was a secret intelligence agency as part of the United States military. It branched off, became the CIA. Governmental officials and CIA officials have been involved in Ukraine since World War II. Okay? Remember that. It's a long time. We've been in Ukraine since the end of World War II. We orchestrated the color revolution in 2014 to overthrow the duly elected president, Yanukovych, over the U.S.'s pick, Yushchenko. The CIA was involved in spreading information about voter fraud and government corruption, etc., and got the citizens of Ukraine fired up to protest to pull off this color revolution. That was our government doing that. Talking about political corruption and all this other stuff and spreading all these rumors and, and propaganda in Ukraine to get the Ukrainians fired up to overthrow the elected government for for in favor of who the U.S. wanted in there. For years, UF, U.S. officials have been making trips to Ukraine to include numerous U.S. senators. McCain used to go all the time, McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Biden, and many, many, many other U.S. senators and congressional members have been going into Ukraine for the last 20, 30 years when most Americans couldn't even find Ukraine on a map. It never got talked about. Nobody was ever saying, hey, this is what's going on in Ukraine. You know, I remember talking about the, the Baltic states, the, the, the Yugoslavs and, and all that. Not Ukraine. So why all the trips? Why, why are we so interested in as and i'm not gonna say secretly interested but it seems like it's secret interest in ukraine because they never talked about it and most of you haven't even heard of ukraine until recently until the russia invasion but we've had interest there for years and then recently with this russian invasion there's almost and maybe if you, many of you don't maybe know this or realize this, but there's almost no real footage coming out of Ukraine about the fighting that's taking place. A lot of footage that has been making its rounds on social media has proven to be old footage or fake 
footage, according to a report by Kyle Becker. Like, there's no... like. Remember Iraq, Afghanistan, the Gulf War? We had real footage coming out of there of combat happening. We're getting almost no footage of combat coming out of Ukraine. Now, I know, again, it's not our war, but we have plenty of reporters there. Why are we not seeing more footage of the combat taking place? It's weird. In Ukraine, for years and years and years, we've had noted rampant corruption. Noted rampant corruption. Money goes missing in Ukraine all the time. Biden, when, when he was the vice president of the United, United States, worked diligently to get a prosecutor there fired who was investigating U.S. business dealings in Ukraine. He's on camera. He admitted it out loud. File, fire the prosecutor. You're not getting a, a billion-dollar loan guarantee from the IMF. And isn't it funny how now we're sending, so far, have sent over $16 billion to the World Bank to give to Ukraine? Man. And, and their president is, when, when Biden was the vice president, their president was willing to fire a prosecutor in order to get a billion dollars. Now, would you be willing to fire a prosecutor if the billion dollars wasn't going to personally benefit you in some way, shape, or form? I don't think so. I don't think so. We don't even know all of the business dealings in Ukraine because we have an FBI that won't investigate just what the Biden family was doing there. We know they were doing illegal shit there. We just don't have an FBI and an attorney general who's willing to investigate it or prosecute it. Because they already know what they've done. They know it was illegal. A lot of illegal crap has been happening in Ukraine. And now we have both Republicans and Democrats voting or deciding to send over $100 billion to Ukraine, a lot of which I have confirmed personally cannot be traced. That doesn't seem like corruption. Everything I just listed, and now all of a sudden we're sending, it's clear that we have had a U.S. presence in Ukraine for years, decades upon decades. We've been milking Ukraine and its corruptive government. The corruptive government is more than likely due to our CIA. We've been running a proxy government in another country, i.e. Ukraine, for decades. And I believe a lot of American politicians and bureaucrats have benefited from it financially and still are today. And I believe, you know, and it, the other thing is, is Putin in Russia said, look, just stop encroaching on our borders with NATO. That's all I ask. And we've got some problems with these Nazi Ukrainians who keep bombing the Russian nationalists that live in Ukraine across the border, keep bombing these regions, and we want it to stop. So isn't it funny how now Russia only went in as far as to secure those areas that Putin said they were concerned about and stopped? That's crazy to me. He said that was his problem. That was the issue. And he went that far and he stopped. 
but yet we're still giving billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine? Guys, I, I think just like COVID was the greatest farce, the greatest human clinical trial ever, probably a, a war against humanity, I believe Ukraine is the biggest money laundering operation and scheme ever cooked up. Because none of it makes any damn sense. Why would we be giving a country its entire annual GDP in aid? And Biden's out there on the trail getting other countries to send money. Did you, did you see Justin Trudeau over the weekend speaking to his people and the Canadian people? And if you're in Canada, I feel sorry for you guys. Here's the Canadian prime minister addressing his people wearing with a Ukrainian flags in the background, wearing a Ukrainian scarf. I mean, it looked like he was running for president of Ukraine, saying how they needed to send money to Ukraine as well. I mean, they're out there on the roadshow. Send as much money to U Ukraine as possible. Why is that? We don't even have war footage that there's actually fighting taking place. But we're sending more money indefinitely. And then Biden makes this, and if you, think, if you think it doesn't pass the smell test, Biden then makes the spectacle of a visit when he should have been at home focusing on things like, you know, the disaster in Ohio. But he goes to Ukraine on President's Day, and when him and Zelensky are walking out, of the, they're making their first appearance together, the air raid sirens go off in Ukraine. But yet, a funny thing happened. Secret Service did nothing. Nobody did anything. Think about that for a second, guys. Air raid sirens are going off in the background. And the Secret Service doesn't react or act. Neither does any of Zelensky's bodyguards or military members. So what does that tell you? It tells you the whole thing was staged. Either that or the United States Secret Service just completely screwed up, screwed the pooch. And, and with air raid sirens going off, hey, there could be incoming coming in. I mean, I, I was in Iraq, guys. When we had alarm red and the sirens went off, you took cover immediately because there was incoming. The sirens are going off and the Secret Service does nothing. They just keep walking, no big deal with their with their shades on, their sunglasses, trying to look cool, brave. So guys, either the whole air raid siren thing was a farce or the Secret Service totally screwed up and I, my money is not on the Secret Service not doing their job because the Secret Service agents are not taught to be partisans. They're taught to protect the president regardless of party politics. And they didn't react. Nobody reacted. Not even Zelensky's guys were like, oh crap, incoming. Let's get into the bunker real quick. Get behind some tea barriers. Nothing. And then you watch the news back here at home, and they tout it as, oh, Biden is the bravest president to ever serve. Some idiot over on MSNBC said that it was the equivalent to Lincoln watching a battle in Virginia during the Civil War. Which is grossly absurd. If I ever saw that, man, I'd probably slap him in the face for comparing Biden, bumbling, buffoonery, corrupt Biden to Abraham Lincoln. 
just made me think of Lincoln and why I shared the quote from him this morning. So the media has got you trying to get you to believe that not only was it important for Biden to make the trip to Ukraine, but how brave he was doing so. He just kept walking during, during the air sirens. During an attack. So brave. It was fake. Because there ain't no way in hell the Secret Service is not going to take action to protect the President of the United States if there is incoming rockets, mortars, etc., that's not going to happen, guys. That alone, logic, common sense. It's all you got to do is attach the logic and common sense. Test to it. It doesn't pass. Because the Secret Service did nothing, which means they were briefed on it. They knew ahead of time the air raid sirens were going to go off as part of the spectacle. Guys, and then your media just... Pours it on saying, oh, see how brave our president is? The bravest president in 80 years. It's bullshit. Biden wouldn't even leave his basement during the goddamn election because he was afraid of COVID. And stumbling and bumbling and effing it all up. Bravest president. Do you see the bullshit? Excuse my language. It just it fires me up because they are blatantly lying to you. Biden's nothing. He's not brave. They even, it gets worse. They called ahead. It is confirmed now. They called ahead to even Russia and said, hey, Biden's flying in. No shenanigans while we're on the ground. Like, we don't want World War III to kick off here. We just need a quick photo op, make him look like he's super brave so we can spin our propaganda machine up at home. But then they blared the air raid sirens. Like, he's in an active war zone. He was not in an active war zone. You guys got to stop believing this garbage and see it, like how insulting it is to the American people to even try to sell them on these pre-baked, pre-planned photo ops to do nothing more than keep embezzling our money. Because that's all this is. You can't even find where the money is going. Nobody's talking about it. If you talk about it, you're a conspiracy theorist. That's insulting. The whole thing was staged. All the politicians are all in on Ukraine, guys. They're using manipulation language to browbeat you into supporting a war on foreign soil that they are all benefiting from. And they want to browbeat you every day on the news and everything else and manipulate and use manipulating language to get you on board and bring celebrities in and all this stuff so that you don't think twice about sending all this unaccounted for money to Ukraine. And you should be insulted. We got to wake up and see the shenanigans for what they are. Everything about that trip was fake. He was really there, but it was all planned so that they would have talking points in front of you. Oh, look how brave 
Look at all the sacrifice the Ukrainian people are making on your behalf, America. Why are they making sacrifices on our behalf? Why don't, why, why don't they sacrifice on their behalf and fight for themselves like we had to do? They're not, they're not, and then Zelensky gets on an interview and says that if we stop funding them, then, you know, we're going to have to send American men and women to fight in, in, in place of the Ukrainians. The F if we will, bro. We're not sending American men and women to fight for Ukrainians. It's not our fight. If Russia wants to try to take a drink from the Ohio River, we'll fight. But I am not going to see my country divided over that. Guys, sometimes in the world, we've got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. And this is not our fight. But look at the spectacle and the the sensationalizing of all about Ukraine. The only people telling you you should be supporting Ukraine have been in politics for 30 plus years. Think about that. The ones who know the game, been playing the game, still benefit from the game. Those are the only ones saying we should be supporting Ukraine. And then, of course, they're mouthpieces. They're useful idiots in the media. Because they also benefit. And isn't it funny too, guys? You want to know another example real quick, and I got to move on, of how you know it's all political theater and stage because the party who used to be against war and against funding the police and against you know corporations and all this are now for war, Fortune 500 companies, as long as they're woke, Funding the police. You know, isn't it funny how they just swip, switch and swap their stands on things? I mean, if, if you're principled in your beliefs, you don't swap. You don't just change. But they have. Isn't that funny how that works? I don't know. Pay attention, guys. Pay attention. Anyway, Brad Paisley selling out to the left. I don't know. I'm going to let you guys be the judge. So two things about Brad Paisley. One, this is the one I have the biggest issue with, is he was promoting people to still get vaccinated with Jill Biden in Nashville, which I do not understand why people are still, with all the data that's coming out, they either live in the far left echo chamber or they are okay lying to people because... There's so much data coming out that it's saying the opposite of safe and effective and that people should should get it. Uh, so anyway, country music star Brad Paisley, The Hill, put out a story about this. And they said that he borrowed the famous Dolly Parton tune, Jolene, while promoting a COVID-19 vaccination on Tuesday with Jill Biden in Nashville. And instead of Jolene, 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 it was vaccine, vaccine, vaccine that... You guys know that song. Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. I'm not going to. I'm not a good singer, so I'm not going to. But you know the song. Well, he just swapped it for vaccine. Um, Paisley belted the tune uh, before crooning, don't say no just because you can. Because, you know, they can't mandate it anymore. Because it's actually hurting people. Uh, So we can't. So he said, you know, don't just say no because you can. Like, actually take it. So Paisley was on hand. This was the second leg of a two-state uh, visit that Biden, Joe Biden, was making on Thursday. 
she toured a vaccination clinic in Mississippi before joining the No I and Beer singer, Brad Paisley, at a pop-up vaccination site at the Moonshine Distillery in Tennessee. Uh, so that's issue number one with Brad Paisley. It, it, to me, that sounds like he sold out to Big Pharma, definitely to the to the president. And, and I don't know why people are still promoting this vaccine. It is causing irreparable damage. And now all the data is even out. Guys, most of the data that's out is preliminary data. And just in the last week, we found out, we found out, hey, um, not only is your, the CDC did a study that said, yeah, your natural immunity is actually better than the vaccines are. Okay, well, if my natural immunity is better than the vaccines, why am I taking this vaccine? Guys, if, if, if even, I, I get that was during the first few variants, but the vaccine hasn't changed from the very first variants. All they do is put in the new variant into the vaccine to make it effective, which we know it's not, against the new variant. That's how vaccines work. That's why flu shots are different every year because they, they find the newest strand of the virus and put that variant in the vaccine. So, but the study that was done with the CDC said, you're, as it pertains to COVID-19, that virus, as it pertains to that, your immunity is stronger. So if my immunity is stronger, why am I going to even risk taking a vaccination? One that has not been proven one that's not safe or effective and will probably have irreparable damage. But a lot of people are brainwashing to thinking it's good to go. And it's not. And that's, they're able to believe when people are dying of heart attacks at young ages, they're able to believe, oh, it's just a fluke. It's just, that was just a fluke. No, it wasn't. So, yeah, so Brad Paisley basically goes on tour with Jill Biden, which country music fans, I don't, in my book, like, if, if you're going to support the vaccine, you've, you've lost in my book. You, yeah, we're done. We're done. And I'm not going to be one of those cancel culture people, but I will just choose not to spend money on anything Brad Paisley. I'm not going to cancel guy. the guy. Hey, freedom of speech. He's allowed to say what he wants to say. Um, I really liked his music. I won't play it anymore on my Spotify. Nope. Um, because anybody that's willing to promote this stuff, it just in my book, and I'm not telling you to do this. I mean, you be the judge yourself. I'm just telling you me, I won't be buying any more Brad Paisley songs. I won't be listening. I won't be listening on Spotify because for every listen, they get a royalty. So Brad Paisley, sorry, you're not getting any of my money. Cause I just disagree with you. So like, I wouldn't do business with Brad Paisley because we just differ. And I, not that, not that maybe he has political left leanings. I cannot support or hang out with or do business with somebody who is pushing people to take a medication and put uh, a chemical in their body. I cannot, I cannot do that, especially when the data is saying it may not be safe and it may not be effective. The data is not, not saying it's safe and effective. So until it does, which it won't, um, I can't promote people doing that to themselves. And I'm so surprised that there's doctors out there still doing it. I mean, I thought they took a Hippocratic oath to do no harm. Sad. So that's why I won't be, but there's more. So not only was he out uh, hitting the strings with Joe Biden trying to convince people to take a vaccine, he also 
is doing this fundraiser and wrote a song recently. All This all came out in the same week about Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, and why we should be standing with Ukraine. Ugh. Like, it's not bad enough that you took Dolly Part one of Dolly Parton's songs and turned it into a vaccine song, which you should be ashamed because Dolly Parton's awesome. Um, but then you're going to write a song for Zelensky in Ukraine, the president of Ukraine? Come on. Come on. Now, I think it's pathetic, and I think, yes, I believe he's selling out to the woke uh, leftists. And, yes, I mean, Brad Paisley's a sellout. He wants to be liked by elitists because he believes he's an elitist. Only elitist guys are people who believe they're better than end up going that direction with their beliefs. Don't be an elitist. So I think he has sold out, but you be the judge. I mean, he's pushing vaccines with Joe Biden and he's writing songs for, for Zelensky and the Ukrainians. And if you don't believe me, just Google it. Go look it up. It's right there. Trust me, Google's going to put that front and center for you to see, guys. So it's happening. You be the, the judge of what you think Brad Paisley is or is not doing. Um, now, so he, he did write the song for Zelensky, but here's what I will say. I'm, I'm going to give him a little bit of pass on the second one, not the first one, not the vaccine thing. But the cool thing about what he is doing is raising money for something called United 24 Rebuild Ukraine Program. So the money that he wrote the song for, you know, Zelensky that that song and the reason he wrote it and the, the benefit that he was playing it at to raise money uh, for United 24's Rebuild Ukraine program is all for the all that money is going into rebuilding houses in Ukraine for the Ukrainian people who've been displaced. And for that, I give him a pass on the and he and the other problem is he went on CNN to promote this. So that just tells you everything like that. He's kind of sold out to the left. However, that being said, I do think it's a good thing that the money is not going to the government, that they're actually going to use it to rebuild houses in Ukraine and help Ukrainian citizens have somewhere to live. That, I think, is a good thing. And I give him credit for that. Um, but I am sorry that I will not be supporting anything to do with Brad Paisley ever again. It's unfortunate, man. You go woke, you go broke, bro, unfortunately. Um, and I know that sounds a lot like cancellation, cancel culture that I despise on the other side because I do, but it's not. It's I just think, look, if, if you want to promote things that are not good for people, then I can't promote you. Like, I just can't do that. Because it's this lack of bravery. Like, the data's out there. And for celebrities and news agencies and to not report the truth and say, guys, this is, this is bad. They lack bravery. They lack a spine. They lack character. And, and I wouldn't do business with people who are like that. So I'm not going to buy their crap. And that's it on Brad Paisley. You guys be the job. I want to also talk about this Katie Hobbs thing going on in Arizona. I, and I, I, I don't have a ton of information and I normally wouldn't even talk about something. I don't have a ton of information, but I want to bring it up because guys, I think this is going to be a huge story in the coming months. I think I know, I know the media and the government's going to try to bury this thing because I think it could be wider than just Arizona. Well, according to the 
testimony given this last week, it is wider than just Arizona. But so this thing with Katie Hobbs, who you guys know just got elected as governor of Arizona. She defeated Carrie Lake in what seemed like a pretty uh, questionable election. And the, the, the voting, there was a lot of people protesting, like, the way it was done. There was precincts that weren't, like, voting machines weren't working on election day. And, and Katie Hobbs was actually in charge of voting in Arizona. That was her job at the time. And it looks like she might have swung the pendulum in her favor, potentially, potentially. So, because of all the mess that happened during the election, the, the Arizona legislature is doing hearings on potential voter fraud in Arizona. And this lady comes in to testify and reveals that Katie Hobbs and her husband are more than likely involved in racketeering. And get this. So they may be involved in a racketeering and money laundering scheme with the Sinaloa cartel. The Sinaloa drug cartel. Like they may be in bed and have been embezzling money and, and using that to sway politics, fraudulently affect elections, et cetera, et cetera, in multiple states. So this lady came in and gave this testimony and kind of blew the lid off this whole thing. And apparently this has been part of an investigation between um, insurance companies, I guess insurance companies, not the AG of Arizona or anyone like that, but insurance company or some big insurance conglomerate or something was looking into this because there were they, they don't like to be defrauded, right? Like insurance companies don't like to be defrauded. So apparently they got together and they started doing their own investigation to see because they were noticing some irregularities or whatever. And again, I don't know all the information. So but all I do know is this lady came into this hearing and basically said with proof and she's using with Katie Hobbs and her husband. Um, deeds, fraudulent deeds that were filed on several properties in Arizona um, as evidence that Katie, because this is something I guess the Sinaloa cartel has been doing for a while in order to get money to people that's not traceable. And so there are several deeds in question and they, I guess they found these deeds and they started digging deeper and it got worse and worse and worse and worse. So there is a very real possibility um, based off of these fraudulent deeds and the investigation this, the, this lady and her organization has been doing, and I guess in concert with a couple of large insurance carriers, um, that Katie Hobbs could very well be a part of a racketeering and money laundering scheme um, with the Sinaloa cartel. Now, I don't know this to be a fact yet. Um, I can tell you that I watched the entire video, and if you guys go to Twitter, I'll leave a link actually at the bottom of the show notes. It, the video is about 42 minutes long, um, and you can, you can watch it for yourself. And I, if you got the time, yeah, I encourage you to do so. I, the reason I think this could end up being something is because nobody in that committee or that hearing was like, hey, um, like we're not like – no, or like they didn't shut her down. They didn't say, nah, this is crazy talk. Um, even the audience kind of was like not reacting like it was garbage. Um, so I don't know. You guys be the judge. I just, I wanted to bring it up because I think it could possibly be something down the road. 
I think this if if somebody some investigator wants to pick it up and run with it, it very easily could become something, I think, very soon. So I wanted to put it on your radar. I'll put a link to it in the show notes so that, that you guys can uh, take a look at it. So at, at, your own, at your own pace, if you will. So anyway, guys, um, I've got to leave it there. I've got to run. I've got to get to work. Uh, as always, thank you so much for tuning in and checking out another episode of In the Middle. Uh, just a PSA friendly reminder before I do sign off guys, stop donating your money to the Republican party. Stop donating your money to the Democrat party. Take your money out of BlackRock and Vanguard. If you got money there in 401ks, IRAs, you name it, move it somewhere else or put it in a self-directed IRA that you can control because they do not have our best interests at mind. So we got to stop giving giving all those entities money so that they can dictate back to us the worst of possible terms so take all your money out also guys if you wouldn't mind subscribe to the show share the show leave a rating and review so that i can continually make the show better for you guys and i will be back here again tomorrow morning and i cannot wait until then but until then guys have a great american day and take care